journey, the last mile is often the most difficult. As commerce changes to be more online and less in person, which companies are positioning themselves to deliver the last mile of digital commerce? In this edition of FinTech Friday, the last mile of digital commerce. I'm Silvio Tavares here in San Francisco, and this is FinTech Friday, brought to you by Cardlinks. It's great to be with you. There is an ancient Chinese proverb that says, a journey of 1,000 miles begins with just one step. You've probably heard it, but on that long journey, the last mile is often the most difficult. That is particularly true for digital commerce. For example, I'm pretty sure I'm not the only one to experience this. But have you noticed lately over the last several months that nothing you order online seems to arrive on the date that it was supposed to? It often arrives late, well outside the promised delivery window. And more often than not, that delay does not occur at the shipping center. It occurs in that last mile before it gets to your house. So the last leg of digital commerce is really challenging. Getting the goods to the point where they're supposed to go at the time they're supposed to arrive. Let's face it, FedEx, UPS, DHL, they have a tough job during this pandemic. So imagine how difficult getting the last mile done correctly is if you are not just moving boxes, but you're moving people. Well, today on the show, we speak with Lyft, the ride-sharing company. They're in the business of getting people safely through that last mile. They're so good at that core mission that they're also starting to think of themselves as a digital commerce company. Ashwin Raj is the vice president of payments at Lyft, and we talked to him about how that last mile works and how Lyft uses its apps to become an increasingly bigger player in digital commerce. Good morning, Ashwin. How are you? I'm good, Silvio. Thank you for having me. It's a real pleasure to speak with you. And Ashwin, I think we're in the same general vicinity today. You're based in the peninsula of San Francisco near Lyft's headquarters. Is that right? Yeah, that's correct. Excellent. Lyft is a great company, one of the best and most well-known ride-sharing companies. And Lyft has really been successful at positioning itself as an indispensable travel app that consumers use every day. And you've grown a lot because consumers are really shunning public transportation during the pandemic. But you're also looking to the future. Is Lyft looking at positioning itself as an indispensable commerce app as well as an indispensable travel? app. And the reason I'm asking is, you know, consumers are shifting away from in-store commerce and moving much more to mobile commerce. Is Lyft looking to position itself in that commerce industry as well? Great question. I think we need to start with Lyft's overall mission, which is to improve people's lives with the world's best transportation. Even during the pandemic, we realized that essential workers and those whose needs required them to be physically mobile relied on Lyft vehicles, bikes, and scooters to get to their destinations. So to your question, commerce is a key part of the Lyft offerings. We've integrated commerce in such a 
key manner when ride sharing started. But what we want to do is we want to take it a step further in the theme of enabling overall transportation. You are now able to purchase local transit tickets directly in the Lyft app in the city of Denver. So what we want to be doing is through the ability of Lyft capabilities, enabling other transportation options and using payments and commerce as a key functionality, now users can plan, purchase and take multimodal trip in a single and seamless flow without ever leaving the Lyft app. With the addition of commerce capabilities, we think we can definitely achieve our mission of improving people's lives with the world's best transportation. Great insight, Ashwin. You know, you talked about how seamless you've made it for consumers to pay for their ride on Lyft, and you really embedded the ability to link a card into the Lyft app and use it, you know, almost magically. It's simple and, and happens automatically. You know, many of our listeners on the show use card-linked offers for customer acquisition. How has Lyft used card-linked offers and that card that's embedded in the app when the user signs up? How have you used card-linked offers to acquire new customers for Lyft? We have enabled card-linked offers throughout the Lyft history. The first example is partnerships that we've done with American Express and MasterCard, and then most recently with Chase. We want to create sufficient value for the customer from a card-linked rewards program. We also want to make that an enabler of certain key services or programs that we want customers to adopt and use. If you look at the Chase Rewards program, at the top end, we offered a 10x Chase Ultimate Reward Points for every dollar that was being spent on a Lyft ride. But what we did was we added an element giving one year of free Lyft Pink membership. And so now through the card linked offer program, not only are we giving a reward benefit, but we're also giving a membership benefit that now brings the top end Chase customer to also become part of that membership program and generate additional value. We take a lot of effort into structuring by customer segments what will make the most sense from a value point of view. How can we offer that value to those customers? And we take a lot of effort, especially in the back end, where we want to make it really, really seamless. A Chase, a Sapphire customer, it's automatic. And it's the moment they put the card in, all of this will automatically apply. They don't need to do anything. So going back to your question, we made it seamless, not only from a payments point of view, but even from a card link rewards offer point of view, we are able to link systems, technology, and the business value into a very seamless and integrated partnership program. Very, very powerful. And it really shows how you think about linking the card, not just as a customer acquisition tool, but also as an ongoing loyalty and digital engagement play. It's really moving beyond customer acquisition to delivering a really high value proposition, not just for the Lyft customer, but also for the for the cardholder as well. And, you know, many large tech companies have realized the value of payments and cards and many of them are starting to issue their own credit card for that reason. Famous examples include Apple Card and Venmo. And these are traditional tech companies issuing a credit card instead of a bank. Lyft, as you just described, really values this way of engaging with consumers. Have you guys considered issuing your own credit card and adding card-linked offers and other loyalty capabilities similar to what Apple and Venmo have done? 
Definitely, yes. Again, we go back to this value creation aspect of it. And for us, we had to look into what makes sense for our users. And as you may know, we are a marketplace and we have riders and drivers. So there are two sides of that equation. Given that our drivers are the ones providing the service, we wanted to start with the driver community first. Some of the key issues that they were facing were high banking fees, banking costs, and they were not getting the benefit of reward programs that a credit card offers to them because some of them may not qualify for it or they were not generating enough earnings in order to qualify for those credit cards. And so we brought these components together and we actually launched the Lyft Direct program, which is a full checking account with a savings feature and it's completely free. It has full banking functionality and there are no fees at all. And we linked a debit card to it and the key was we actually offer rewards on the debit cards. We created the rewards program in such a way that we would give cash back on gas, groceries and dining and we continue to rotate those reward programs based on changing needs. We wanted to create more value. And the biggest element that we added to this program was a feature where they could have their earnings instantaneously available in their bank accounts the moment they complete the ride. And then you tie it into a free checking account and a debit card. And that made the program really, really powerful. And we have seen fantastic adoption of this program with our drivers. On the rider side, we are in the process of evaluating whether there is such a value component that we can create. The rider community has access to a lot of different products, as you mentioned. And so how do you create value that is compelling enough for them to use our product and get more benefit as they use Lyft? Great, great insight on that. And I appreciate the transparency about the sophistication of your card offering and finance offering for drivers. Ashwin, as we've seen in your responses, you've got a lot of great industry knowledge and experience. And people may not know this, but even before you were an executive at Lyft, you actually held executive positions at Amazon and at Visa, where we we met originally. I think 2020 has really been the year of the unexpected. As you look into 2021, what do you see as some of the biggest new trends in finance and commerce? Unexpected is a good term, Silvio. <laughs> I feel at the initial part of 2021, we are going to see some of the impacts of the current situation, especially the COVID pandemic, extend into 2021. So given that, I think this trend of the home being the epicenter of everyone's work, personal, entertainment, physical activity, etc., is going to continue. And so commerce and services are going to continue to evolve and adapt to catering to that need. The other piece that I feel, which is more in line with how Lyft views itself as a mission-driven and a socially responsible company, where, for example, we've made every ride carbon neutral. And I think this principle and theme of being environmentally friendly and socially positive and delivering products and services that cater to that theme is going to continue to grow. But I feel that 2021 is the year where we're going to see a lot more of that, especially being enabled by social influencers who will accelerate that trend. Finally, I feel that 2020, as you said, not only has been an unexpected year, but has been a super tough year for everybody, physically, emotionally, and we've been affected by everything that's been happening around us. Everyone in the world has been impacted by this. And I think that 2021 is going to be a year of positivity. Things are going to turn around. 
and it's going to be a year of celebration. And so that is going to have an effect on both commerce and services and industry and society as a whole. And so I, I, I do feel that 2021 is going to be a lot more about happiness and joy and an upward momentum that will continue for a pretty long time. I love it. 2021, the year of positivity. You heard it here <laughs> first. Ashwin, thank you so much for the time today and sharing your insights. It's always a pleasure to speak with you. Thank you for being with us on the show today. Silvio, it has been my pleasure. Thank you so much. That's Ashwin Raj, Vice President with Lyft, right here in San Francisco. Coming right up, some closing thoughts on how the last mile will change in 2021. Twenty twenty has been such a challenging year for most people that many of us are very much looking forward to twenty twenty one. The world will be different. And as we've heard on today's show, one of the ways twenty twenty one will be different is in commerce and in transportation. For example, people will increasingly expect goods and services to be brought to them instantly at the press of a button on an app. People will also increasingly shun public transportation, opting instead for rideshare or driving their own personal vehicle. In short, people will expect service providers to go the last mile for them, not the other way around. So the lesson is, if you're a company providing services to consumers in 2021, expect to go the extra mile. For FinTech Friday from the Cardlinks Association, take care of yourself and take care of each other. God bless you. This is Silvio Tavares signing off. <laughs>